Hey, welcome to Worship and Warfare. I'm your host, Jacob Barnett, and welcome to the journey of just trying to figure out what the connection is between worship and warfare. Um, all of this started from from a, a little revelation that I, I had when I was reading one day, and it's really just grown from there on the strategy or some of the some of the ideas behind the connection of worship and warfare. And so the the core of it came out of First Samuel 17. And if you're not familiar with it, that's the story of David and Goliath. And so David, if you're not familiar, go back and read it real quick. But David, you know, beats Goliath, this little this little boy compared to this giant man who who some people think was actually a descendant of giants. Um, so there was quite a bit of a difference here. And uh, the interesting thing is that David won. We, we know that. And so I, I took a step back and examined a little bit of the culture of the Philistines and, and whatnot. And it, it was an interesting um interesting time because when we look at them the philistines they were they were a a warrior culture and so everything they did was about conquest was about expansion was about war and and winning wars and they were pretty ruthless Um, they they spanned a good chunk of the old testament as these this uh, people group that was almost always at odds with god's people with the hebrews and so here we have david this little boy and this giant warrior Goliath, um, and then we we look at David's life, and David was a shepherd. We know that, and he would just watch his sheep. If a if a lion or a bear or anything else went after any of his sheep, he would hunt it down, get the sheep back, and kill the lion or the bear. This this boy would kill it, and. It's so it's so interesting to me. Obviously, David was a he's a pretty popular guy. He spans a lot of the Bible. But when it comes down to it, David was a worshiper. He wasn't a warrior. He wasn't a fighter. Even before he became king, or even while he was king, I, I would still argue that his his first and foremost activity, what he did the most, was worship. And so he would go out into the pasture, watch the sheep, and he would he would play his little harp and sing songs and worship with God. Or he would, whenever he was going after these, these animals to get his sheep back, it, it was an act of worship to protect what he had so that he could offer it back to God. And it, it, all of it revolves around David being a worshiper. And so when David and Goliath met, God was with David because he was a worshiper. And so the the idea behind this is David won because he was a worshiper. Goliath lost because he he was a man of war. And so in this instance, worship won the war. David and his worship and his favor from God, his love for God, beat this, this, this impossible giant with a stone. And so the... The, the whole idea, the whole name, the whole concept of worship and warfare is looking at, at David's life and, and our lives and everything else that we're going to talk about through this through this podcast, and at least season one, is through this lens of, of winning wars, of our, our spiritual warfare and worship, and living a lifestyle of both. 
and the connection that they have because I I really do see a connection between my my own personal worship and my own personal warfare and the overlap is is quite dynamic sometimes and so for for this episode for episode one we're just going to break it down real simply on what is the war for our worship And, and really it's God worshiping God or an idol, any form of idolatry. It, it could be something physical, tangible that that you might have built with your hands, like they did back in back in the Old Testament days, the Asherah poles or the the little figurines to Baal or any of the other demonic idols that they might have worshipped. Or is it God? Or or maybe maybe the idol you have is is something a little less tangible, but still pretty deep. Maybe the the idol is some hero in your life other than God. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, sports or video games, like it, it easily can be for me. Maybe it's politics. Maybe you focus way more on politics than you do about God. And, and the Bible is pretty clear about idolatry and how dangerous it is. I mean, in 1 Corinthians 10, it, it says pretty explicitly, flee from idolatry. In 1 John 5, it says, Keep yourselves from idolatry. In Colossians, Colossians 3, it says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. So all of these, all these sins of our earthly nature that it talks about, the impurity, the lust, any evil desires, all of these things are idolatry because it shifts our focus from God onto something else. It shifts our, our liveliness, our, our what we're living for from God to something else, anything else. In, in Judges 10, uh, God is really kind of laying the smack down a little bit. He says, Go cry to the gods you have chosen and let them save you. So God, God almost leaves us to our devices and, in a manner of speaking and says, Hey, if you want that, sure, go ahead. Let it try and save you, because it can't. Nothing else can can save you, can redeem you, can sanctify you, except for God and, and God alone. You see, I, idolatry steals our worship from God to something else. Anything that isn't Him is an idol. And this is the core of worship and warfare, choosing to worship God alone instead of anything else that might make you feel good, might make you feel superior, or or maybe maybe makes you come alive inside. If it's not God, it's wrong, and it's it's a, it's quite a simple uh, comparison here, but the battle for it is so hard sometimes, and and I know sometimes it, it almost feels like we can't fight. It almost feels like the idol that we're, we're worshiping or the the lack of good focus on God, good, good direction towards God, sometimes it feels like we won't be able to make it. And sometimes it, it really almost feels like there's no way that we can, we can do this. There's no way that, that we would be able to take down a giant through our worship. And, and really, all of that's true. You see, David... David was in a deep fellowship with God. He was, he was, I would argue, pretty much full of the Holy Spirit before the Holy Spirit really came down 
like we see in the in the New Testament anyways. David was so focused on God that God gave him those victories. God's the one that fought those battles. God's the one that that re- redeemed those moments of despair for David. I mean, if we keep on reading through his through his life and and Samuel and, and Kings and uh, the the Psalms and all these other books, we see such a dynamic life of David where he has really high highs, really low lows, and the constant in his life is worship. Even when he's running from Saul, he's worshiping. Even when he he sins with Bathsheba or, or murders her husband by sending him to the front lines, his response to his sin is, is worship and repentance. He lives the life. And because he lives a life of worship, not just singing songs, not just you know, moments of, of Holy Spirit goosebumps, but a dynamic life of worship, he wins. That is his warfare. And so over the next few few episodes, few weeks, we're going to explore this, this idea of, of worship and warfare and the connection between them. We'll, we'll get into things like generational worship and some, some thoughts about that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about things like identifying our, our allies and our enemies and how to know who is for us and who isn't for us, and, and the people that are almost kind of caught in the crossfire. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about how to equip ourselves for battle, the active choice that we get to make to put on things like the armor of God or to fully clothe ourselves with Jesus, the choices that we have that can help us live a life of victory and live a life of worship, and we can wage war so much better because of it. Now, just a, a little background here. Um, a lot of a lot of this revelation that I got started about a year ago, um, and a, a year ago, uh, I had just about it had been just a couple of weeks after I had a hard conversation that my time as a youth pastor somewhere was done. It, it was over. It was just time to. For me to split ways and the church to split ways because the hard truth is that we were going in different directions. And to, to keep unity, to keep good direction, the hard choice was made between me and the other two senior pastors that it was time for me to go. And it was a hard decision, but it was a good decision. There's been a lot of tears. There was a lot of, a lot of anxiety because at the end of that day, my wife and I had decided that we knew it was time to move back home to Cleveland, Tennessee, where our hearts were. And so through the, the next year or so, it has been a roller coaster of emotions, of, of revelation, of repentance from things that I, I didn't even know were a problem. And this podcast is, is a bit of an overflow of that. Um, it, it's been kind of rolling around in the back of my mind for a while now. And in, in good obedience to just wherever God is trying to take me, I knew it was time to start letting some of these things out, letting some of these thoughts out. Um, so some of these are a little more refined because I've thought about them for a little longer. Some of them are, are a little more raw where it's, it's a fresh thought or it's a fresh revelation from, from reading and praying and meditating. But welcome. Thank you for, for joining me on this journey. And uh, and just seeing where it goes, I hope you're blessed. I, I know I've been blessed by really changing my lifestyle so that I live from a point of victory, so I worship from a point of freedom 
in a way that I haven't ever before. And I hope that, that you can take some of that and apply it to your own life. So anyways, like I said, this is Worship and Warfare. I'm your host, Jacob Barnett. Um, the, just a quick recap. Worship and, and the war for our worship is really just between God or idolatry. And when we look at David and his battle against Goliath, worship won the war. David beat Goliath because he was a worshiper and Goliath was a warrior. And the, the difference in that is one of them, David, had, had God, he had victory, he had a history of just sitting with God and letting God fight his battles. And Goliath was just a warrior. He just killed, he just took things, he just lived that kind of life. And David won because of God. David won because he was the worshiper and he won that war through it. So strap in. It's a bumpy ride a little bit. Um, but thanks for joining.